1: Okay, I believe the text we read from for Sunday was 1 Corinthians 13. Let's read it again from verse 1 to 13. And it says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, that will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. May the Lord perfect love in our hearts in Jesus' name. Okay so on sunday our children and um, their principal began to minister to us that love works love is it love is what we would chop drink you know sleep love is it and i mean they can be more correct because the bible also makes us understand from even the verse 13 we read it says now abide faith hope and love these three praise the lord these are the three top you know things in our faith and it says out of these three what is the greatest love is the greatest so emphasis on love cannot be too much we we can't say we are overemphasizing it so it's important and it's good that they brought us to that meditation okay now and also like i think it was pastor lord that referred to that love also is one of the Key factors given to you and I to confirm on which side we are. Can you please put first John 3:14 on the screen for us? First John 3:14. This is what it says. It makes it very clear and straightforward. He says, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death let's read the message translation please love is a defining factor it says the way we know we've been transferred from death to life is that we love our brothers and sisters anyone who doesn't love is as good as dead praise the lord so love is so important and this is how the bible puts it Now, the question should be, why is love so important? Why is it so fundamental? Why is it primary? We begin to see it's like that because, you see, whatever a thing starts with, whatever the beginning is, will form the basis of what the continuation is. Okay? Praise the Lord. Do you know why you eat the fruit of the ground? Because you are taken from the ground and you keep eating the fruit of the ground to sustain what was taken from the ground, when you finish, you also return to the ground. So the start determines the continuation and determines the ending. Now, our world, our universe was created by God. Praise the Lord. We all know that, right? Now, the question is this. Why did God create the universe? Why did God create the world? Did God need accommodation and he created the world? What did God need that made him create the world? Or let's even zero it down. What did God need that made him create man? He has fellowship with the Son and the Spirit. Yes, all of that. But most importantly, God needed nothing. God is complete by himself. God made us out of love. God didn't make us to have any benefit from us. He is complete on his own. That's why the Bible says he's self-existing on his own there is nothing he lacks he said to us in the book of Signs, if hey, i were hungry i would not tell you even the angels marvel says what is man the angels looked at it what are these things running around everywhere that you're mindful of them why because they know god doesn't need us praise the lord so in genesis 1:26, when god spoke he said let us make man in our image according to our likeness it was just for love Praise the Lord. It wasn't to meet any need in God. It was just you. God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And if you go on 27 to 28, you won't see anything there that God said we are going to do for him. Let's read it. He says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let him have what? Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, over the creeping things. Okay, 27 it says so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them 28 says then god did what to man again god bless man god said to man be fruitful multiply fill the earth and subdue it. have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the over every living thing that moves. in all of this what is the need for god nothing love praise the lord love pure love that's what it is so that's what Brought us into being, praise the Lord. That's what brought us into being. And if you come to Genesis chapter two, that's what our existence is about. Come to Genesis chapter two. Let's read verse eight. Two verse eight says, "Then the Lord God did what? Planted a garden eastward in Eden for God to live there. Why did God plant the garden? Did God need a garden? He planted it for man, and there he put the man here for him. why? Love." Did man make deposit for rent? Did man buy property from God? Nothing, just love. Okay? Let's see what 15 says. Verse 15 of the same uh, Genesis. It says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden. To do what? To tend and keep it. What's man doing in this garden? He's maintaining the garden that God gave him. He's not bringing anything from the garden to God. God didn't say out of this garden, this is what you're going to give. Steal for man. Still moving forward, 18, verse 18. And the Lord God said, concerning man, what did he say again? He said it is not good that man should be. Did he say it is not good that God should be alone? What is he doing all of this out of? Love, pure love. So, love is just to explain how and why. Because I like to ask the Lord why. Why love is so important? It's the foundation and the thing that sustains the world we are in. So when you rebel against love, you have rebelled against your very existence. That's why you try to let us understand that we cannot inhale and refuse to exhale. It's the way the system was designed. It's designed out of love. In fact, do you know that business principles ordinarily are built still on the principle of love? Those who are innovators and, you know, uh, um, innovators, creators and all of that, what do they do? They think how to solve a problem. And when they solve the problem, the system now rewards them. That's why we have gotten things upside down in our world today. Because people are looking at what to get first before they ask what to give. But the proper way it works is that you give and then getting is an automatic response that is put in the world. Praise the Lord so love is so important why because it's the root and the source of our creation that's why we are that's how come i became that's what made me god didn't create me so that you know when i sing ah god will say i've never heard anybody sing like that no what did jesus say to the jews He says if these children are made to keep quiet he says what the very stones are going to sing hallelujah they're going to cry out praise god so god's interaction with you and i is purely based on love and that is how come he can begin to say to us you know that love is fundamental so the commandment the fundamental and number one commandment says what Matthew twenty-two thirty-five. 35 that's why it is based on that okay okay um le- le- let's leave that well le- let me take back a bit lay a foundation so we say technically The universe, God's world, was created to run on what? Love. You know the way your car runs on fuel and your generator runs on diesel? My body runs on the fruit of the earth. If I get angry with the earth and say nothing from the earth will enter my body again, very soon the earth will receive my body. Isn't it what will happen? Because I'm rebelling against the system that I was created to run in. So God's universe was created to run on love. Now, but something happened. With the fall of man, something entered. Satan entered. Okay. And when Satan entered, he introduced another inspiration. God's motive, God's intention, God's inspiration for everything he did was for the benefit of man. When Satan came in, everything Satan did was for the punishment of man. Are you with me? So he perverse love. God never did anything all for himself. No, he did it for us. He planted the garden. He put everything. He looked at man, said, This man, you know, imagine a world where it's only men. How many of us have imagined it? Just men. <laughs> it won't be a beautiful world, right? So God said, It's not good for man to be what? Alone. Let us. So all of that was for man, not for God okay but along the line now satan came in and introduced a different system what system did he introduce where everything is done for the affliction of man so the bible says in john 10 verse 10 it says i have come that you may have life and have it what more abundantly but what does the thief do the thief comes also what to steal to kill and to destroy two different dimensions That's what happened at the fall. Praise the Lord. So from God's side, everything is for our good. The only motivation, inspiration for everything God does, the Holy Spirit does, our Lord Jesus does. On Sunday at the Sunday school, we're learning the Holy Spirit. That he's grieved when we refuse him. Not because we want to feed him. Because we are missing the best he wants to give to us are you getting in that you know some people say just leave me alone let me do it's out of love that god is doing what he's doing for you and i that he's speaking to us that he's sending professors that is guiding that he's saying to you don't do that or you should do that." It's not for to benefiting it's for our benefit it's all inspired by love praise the lord so from god's side the only motivation for everything god does is our benefit that we may have life and have a what more abundantly. However, from the fall of man, from when man fell, another dimension came to it. Love became perverted. Love became defiled. Love became desecrated. So everything that was done from that angle was to bring pain, affliction to man. The opposite of love. Now, the thing is that has happened is this: now, because love is like um okay there's this argument in the u.s about guns you know availability of guns and all of that and some of them argue that guns don't kill that is human beings that kill that no gun will just get up and kill anybody and they'll be right and they're right guns don't kill it's human beings that kill so we all have knives who how many of us have knives in our homes now we have knives okay knives are what kitchen utensil a weapon Uh so knife is a what, in the hand of the mother preparing food for the children, knife is what, a kitchen utensil. In the knife of a Fulani headsman, knife is what, a weapon. So, but knife is there in the bundle. So, when you say let's all have knife, let's all have knife, which knife are you talking about? That's where the understanding of love comes in. So, when people talk about love, they miss the import. Of the side of love they are talking about. Many of us, before we got born again, said to people, I love you. You know what you are thinking of. Today, we still say to people, I love you. But you are thinking a different thing. Do you understand? But it is the same word. So, for the question that our brother asked, that people, unbelievers, when they are in beer, somebody buys beer for everybody because he loves him. You see the love. He wants everybody drunk. So, I know that is a popular argument on social media. Tell them that that love is the perverted love. I don't know if I've told you this story, but I tell you today. When I was much younger, I had this friend, more like my older brother's friend, but my friend, whose parents were very, very wealthy. And this guy will go home, you know, and come back to school with loads of naira, all his pockets loaded with naira, okay? And then he would take, when that close, I wasn't in the group he took out. He would take his friends out and they will drink, eat chicken, eat goat meat, you know, buy expensive shoes for them, buy clothes for them. When they come back, they want to send one of his friends out for not paying school fees. He will never, he will never give 10 naira for school fees. You know why? That love is from Satan. I think that makes it very clear. Do you have friends that will spend on you as long as you're committing sin with them? But anything good, they can never. So for those who were shouting, because whenever people hear that question, they get excited, yes, the unbelievers have love. It's the perverted love. It's the wicked love. It's the destructive love. Okay? So since the fall of man, there's been two sides of love two dimensions that it comes out from there's a love that is from God and then there's the love that is from the wicked one now you may call it whatever name it is but essentially what one of the things we may need to learn this evening is that love is beyond an action love is beyond a speech love is not speaking in low tones love is also not um, in acting nice love is an inspiration love is a motivation 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1. The first line there should help everybody to understand what I'm saying. It says, though I do what? Hold on. Though I what? So, it's not my speaking that determines my love. You know, if I come here every day and I'm always, you know, praising, you know, saying, ah, uh, Mr. Koku is such a wonderful person and all of that. And all of that and all of that. I'm speaking. But I can do all of that without love. Oh, you don't need to think far. Sico fans, Buhari in a few days will be out. Let's watch what Femi Adesina, Fani Garba Shehu. Let's watch in the next couple of months what they will say about him. Let's watch what Omahi will say about him. So speaking is not always an evidence of love. Are you with me? What I say, even what I do, now someone noted that um i think it was a few years ago it was uh, good lord jonathan's birthday and someone noted that there was not one single ad in the newspaper wishing him a happy birthday but when he was in power the whole newspaper when somebody puts your advice in the newspaper what are they doing they are loving you the world's love so love is not primarily an action love is not primarily love is demonstrated in action but it's not primarily an action love is demonstrated in speech but it's not primarily a speech are you getting what i'm saying we looked at the love of god love is measured in interest what is the interest and that is the only way you can understand that passage i don't know if you have tried to understand that passage. how can somebody you know have faith to move mountains but not have love and that must help you understand the Christianity where we are in. A lot of people that you think are loving God and all nothing, they just have ambition. It's just a spirit of accomplishment that is pushing them. When they sit down, they want to build bigger. They want to get larger. They want to do more. It's not for Christ. Because where, how you know is that where there is a little test for Christ, they fail it. What did Paul say? Paul said, if by eating meat, I will cause my brother to stumble. I will rather what? Never eat meat again. When the argument on tithe came in, anybody who loved the Lord, who should have just said, okay, forget tithe, come to Jesus. But tithe is essential for the accomplishment of their dreams. So many of them did not say forget tithe. It's a very serious thing I'm mentioning to you, right? What did Paul say? He says there is nothing wrong with eating meat, sacrifice to idols, right? But if it's going to make my brother offend, the one for whom Christ died for, he said what is meat? But people have ambitions. People sit down and set targets for them it, with anointing. So as far as that concerned, they and Jesus, they will reach this height. But Jesus now says, this thing is hurting me. He said, Jesus, manage. Let's get to this height first. Though I have all faith so i could remove mountains but have not love how can i have faith to remove mountains and have not love interest motive why are you doing what you're doing that's the ultimate measure of love what did satan say to jesus he says "Ah, you came to take the world i'm going to give you everything does satan love jesus why did he do that he says i will compromise your mission you bow to me i give it to you you have failed but i gave you something So giving is not the ultimate demonstration of love. It's interest. Why am I giving it to you? Praise the Lord. We live in a world where, you know, (laughs) it's a tough world we live in. Poor people don't get celebrated on Facebook, no matter how many friends you have. The only people that celebrate on Facebook are those who give them money. When you see rich people's birthday, you know. Ah, since I met you, my life has changed. My destiny helper. (laughs) My rainbow. My umbrella. My umbrella. Meanwhile, there are poor people there who also help them mightily, but they don't love them like that. Praise the Lord. So love has been perverted, and the world we live in has the two loves operating. So one of the key things we are going to try and develop into is to always ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Praise the Lord. This will help you understand some of the decisions we've taken as a church because there are lots of things that people are doing not primarily to move jesus or to leave jesus higher but to move their desires and ambitions higher and this is what he's saying here he says i speak in tongues i do all kinds of things but have no love It's nothing because everything is not about jesus it's about me so you want to share testimony you cannot just say what jesus did you have to say the connection of pastor kenna how you saw me in a dream and i told you go it is done because if you do it and don't mention my name it's not a testimony do you understand what i'm saying you must tie it to the commission and to the commissioned officer and then people clap and then people now take the message out and go out and tell people how the commissioned officer is anointed not how jesus is working praise the lord somebody okay so love is more than an action is more than a speech is more than doing but it digs deeper into the why into the motivation into the inspiration into the ultimate goal or desire that you want what do you want to achieve what meanest thou by this why are you doing this that's where love hits if you read all of this that's what you begin to see love is at the interest what are you doing for It's because of this truth and fundamental as it is that the bible god in his omniscience says the first and the greatest commandment is what to achieve five things to get to a height what is the first and greatest commandment i can't hear you to love the lord thy god what with all your heart with all your strength with all your mind with all your soul that is why he did You know why that's the only thing that can save you from that perverted love because you see love is so strong what, what are we talking about here How many of us here, as spirit-filled as we are, have quarreled with somebody because, let's take a football match, your team lost, and, you know, the referee was a bit not fair, and then he was speaking anyhow, so you got really angry with him. Just football. They don't know you. You're quarreling with a brother because a referee in Manchester blew against somebody in Liverpool. Manchester, you've not been there. Liverpool, you've not been there. But what has happened is that you have developed vested interest. Are you with me? Now, God is saying the greatest commandment, Matthew 22, please, from 35. 35 says, then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Which is that that if I hold it? That's why when the children brought it, it's a powerful thing. Which is that that if we get it right, everything is done? which is a great commandment jesus said to him you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind okay he says this is the first and what great commandment and now let let me explain something here while we're still on the first you see the thing about first we've tried to explain it here i think the only book they said i wrote is is it the principle of first or what Uh, you need to read the book it will bless you if you know if i need to say that the thing about first is that people think first is among no it's not love the lord thy god amongst the other things you love It's love the lord thy god He say this is what the first it means you put it in first can i give you a secret the truth is that if you truly put it in first there won't be room for others praise the lord i'm not the one saying it we all speak english so let's read what he wrote there what what should we do you shall love the lord thy god with Wait, if I love with all my heart, what's remaining to love you with? You see, you're not taking the Bible seriously. Love the Lord that God with what? All. When I love God with all, what can I love you with? What's the next one? With all your soul. With all. He said, this is the first and the great, okay? When this is done, what is left for me to love you with? God knew he had to solve this problem. Because any inspiration that is out of God, the devil is wiser, older, cunning. Remember we learned here that the power of the devil is not in magic. His power is in deception. The only safety you and I can have is that everything you're doing is inspired and secured in that this is for God. Are you getting me? So when our sister asked the question, okay, speaking the truth you know am i speaking the truth for the benefit and in worship of god or am i speaking it out of you know my personal better feeling let it be known that i'm better than you what is the motive judgment am i judging that this is wrong because this wrong is offensive to god am i judging that this is wrong because i also have my own wrong so that two of us will be in the same uh, canopy i get what i'm saying so the reason i'm doing what i'm doing is because i love the lord with all my mind so all my thinking is daddy how do you feel about this so how god feels about it is how i feel in that case am i judging i'm not judging it's god that is judging are you with me judge not that you be not judged isn't it so if the Bible says, if somebody sleeps with a man that is not the husband, the person has committed a fornication or adultery. So if I come and say you committed fornication or adultery, am I the one judging? I'm speaking what the word of God says. Let me tell you what has happened in our world. The devil is so wicked. If I now come and I, I see somebody who is committing fornication or adultery and I say to him, don't worry, it's all right. You know, it's all of that. What I'm trying to do there now is that i'm trying to let this person feel i'm a nice person i want him to love me i want him to put me in his good books or her to put me in her good books why because unquote i'm not judging her by doing that i have not loved the lord my god with what with all my heart with all my soul and with all my mind by doing that also i'm endangering this person because in the long run satan is going to hold him or her captive in that sin It's like you going to a doctor and the doctor says, I love you. There's a saw there. I'm not going to clean it off. Let's just cover it quickly. Let nobody see the saw. Go, go in peace. And then they just wrap the saw. What happens when you have a saw and you go to the hospital? They will clean it until you start crying. How many of us have done root canal here before? Imagine if the dentist that did root canal loved you the way the world loves. You know, they say as painful as a root canal i've done root canal there is no match on root canal you know why because until they clean and touch your living nerves they won't leave you because if they cover if they put the crown without that place so clean you're going to be in more trouble so they have to put you in some trouble now that's what love is love is to love you now you might not like it it's the Bible says, no discipline seemed good at the time, but what? After it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. So, listen, the problem we have now is that deception is so much in the world, in church, that the truth is now wearing only boxers. Deception is wearing three-piece coat. It's more popular. I saw a caption, I didn't bother to listen to it because I, I told you I protect my ears, where some very popular preacher said, You must pursue satisfaction of your wants and needs first. That you get it and then, you know, you can serve God well. Many of us may have seen it. I saw it. I didn't want to see more. And I even thought I wouldn't remember it. But you see, these people are so popular. That when they say things, the devil, the devil is the prince of the media. That something goes viral. Let me ask you, which news goes faster, good or bad news? You know why? Because the devil is the prince of the power of the air. So when he hears falsehood, he likes to sponsor it. And then you'll now be rebroadcasting. And once you see it, say, yes, I told you, I told you. They're always telling me, seek ye first, the kingdom. Whatever it was they were saying, from what I saw, was the opposite of seek ye first, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. And whoever it was, whatever it was they said, putting it like that is, is wicked because many immature unschooled and untaught believers are going to take it and run and it's going to cause them a lot of pain praise the lord okay so this love there are two sides to it now there are two motivations that's what we see so in the world we say "Ah, the world people love one another who told you that no they don't they are more engineered into the destruction of one another christians are we doing excellently in love we can do a hundred times better recently i mean we were looking at the lord jesus and by the spirit of god if we have time we're still going to look at him in this area of love We, we can do a lot better because he's our example praise the lord and what happened with our lord jesus he was king of kings lord of lords and all of that and he left his throne and came to the earth and lived on the earth and you know suffered died for us That is his demonstration of love. Now, you and I know that none of us have done one billionth of what he has done. And that is our standard. So, we can't stand here and say, Christians, we love enough. No, but to compare with the world, no, it's comparing uh, mangoes and uh, acid. Do you understand? They're not on the same category at all. Okay? So, this is where we find ourselves in. The love we have in our world now is confusing. So, what do we do? We must understand that love is directional let me say love is what love is directional that's why the commandment says love the lord thy god you see you, you listen to some people you say just have more love just have more love now what are you saying just have more love okay i have more love no love is not empty love is not you know shapeless like an amoeba love is directional love always is going somewhere praise the lord so now, let me give you a simple illustration. I might get ahead of myself. How many of us have heard of Pablo Escobar? If you hadn't heard of him, you would have heard about him during this election time. Now, Escobar was a major drug baron that became richer. What was the state again? Colombia. He became richer than his country. He became a government on his own. Now, at the time, Escobar's son was feeling cold, and he burnt cash to keep him warm. Did you hear me? Burned dollars to keep his son love. That is love. See, you're laughing now. For Escobar so loved his son. That he burned dollar. You see, you're laughing. Love is directional. So when somebody says have love, you can say Escobar had love. One thing we will find out is all those um, um, South Americans, eh, the criminals amongst them are the most religious. They love their mothers. They love their children. And they love their Virgin Mary. They don't joke with those things. Do I have a witness here? They don't joke with those things. Now, you can say they have love. But the same person will send his boys out to deal coke. Four of them come back. You're telling story. Just bam, bam, bam. He, he kills you like that. Then he goes, oh, darling. Oh, mama. He has love. I get it. So I want you to refine your ear when you think love. Love is directional. So somebody can just have love. That's why even the Bible talking about God, even though the Bible makes us understand that God is love. I mean, He's on a, a class all by Himself. But speaking to us, say, For God so what? Loved the world, loved you and I. That he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever, that's what his love came to do, that we should not perish. The love wasn't empty. You know, because we finish speaking and everybody says, okay, just have more love. And you're just walking your feeling. And you look at somebody's smile. You buy the person ice cream. Maybe the person, the doctor said, don't take ice cream. I say, take, take. It won't hurt, take. And they buy the person ice cream. You go feeling, ah, I love that brother today. I bought him ice cream. Hallelujah. He needs, you know, a, a transport to go to work tomorrow. And say, ah, how can you keep asking for transport every time? Because you have satisfied your own measurement of love. You have bought ice cream. Praise the Lord, somebody. So, love is what? Directional. Love is directional. Love is to a direction. There is no love that is just empty. Nobody is just there, you know, just empty love. Ah, ah, This person has a lot of love. No, it's the interest. What am I loving? Evans, our brother, the kidnapper, was a wonderful family man. Did you know that? Did you read about the estate where he was in? Even the estate um, meetings, they all knew him very well the wife wonderful testimony but the same person will kidnap people's parents kidnap people's children and kill them but he has love praise the Lord so God in his omniscience set the greatest and number one commandment is that you love the Lord your God with all your heart next now he begins to speak to you and I and he says can you uh, put first John please for me first John four This is the love he now tells us about. Second of that passage where we read in Matthew 20, it says, And love your neighbor as yourself. Now, let's read 1 John 4, 7 to 11. He now says what? Beloved, let us what? Love one another. For love is... Okay, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Stop here. This is what we're trying to learn, you know, say when we're rounding up on Sunday. That the love that we are operating with as Christians is a love that we received. So when the Bible says there, beloved, let us love one another. Why? Why should I love you? You say because love is what. Or you can put it in this way: love is from. So I'm loving you because God what loved me. Are you with me now? So the Bible is telling us the direction of our love. Love one another with the love with which what. Say comfort one another with the comfort with which God has what comforted you that is the love we love so i love you with the love of the lord that i first received okay everyone who loves is born of god so i also love because i am born of god who is love okay i knows god let's go on eight nine he who does not love does not know god for god is love okay nine he says in this the love of god was manifested to us that god sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him continue in this is love not that we love god can you see there but that he loved us okay that he loved us because that understanding is going to help you to see this kind of love that we are talking about and this genuine love the unperverted and on desecrated love is a love that is coming from the one who has no reason loving me so when i look at a situation before my me and I'm saying, but well, why should I love this brother? Immediately I'm reminded that the nature of the love I have is a love that I also didn't what? Qualify for. So I can love you. Okay? He goes on. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Eleven. we we'll read this together. Beloved one, if God so loved us, what should we do? This is the way the word of God does it. It tells you why. And it tells you how if god so loved us we also ought to love one another so we see the direction of our love okay how many of us you know had issues with our parents growing up that our parents were very nicer to people outside than people at home you know people outside will beg your dad for money he will do each or make us <laughs> here <laughs> then when you now beg him for the same money he won't give you uh? Which kind of love be that, you know? But he's training you. He's being nice to them. I get it in there. You were being trained, but he was being nice to those people. But we didn't understand. Okay? Okay, so, so we see what it says there. Let's look at another one. Another thing, love, you know, the way we understand it. What is the love, you know, towards the world system and things? First John 2, 5. First John 2 from verse 15. He said, let's read together. Do not love all the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father, hold on. Can you see it here now? So, we are to love. Somebody can get out there and say, we are to love. So, your, your high school people are doing something. And they say, oh, why being a sports spot? You know, come on, get in. We want to go to the Caribbean and drink some uh, rum and have some good time you know why, why are you so dry come on get in and have a life how many have heard that before and you think about it i, I don't want to be like i don't have, love them i don't want to be you know dry i don't want to be like i don't have love so you go that the love you have they told you who to love that love with he said do not love what the world or the things that are in the world do not the same love he said don't love that direction I pray our children will understand this. Because that's what the issue is. Because no friend can actually mislead a child who grew up in church. If they understand this. Ah, But but daddy, but mommy, this is my friend. And he just said, let me come with him. It's not every friend that you can love. There are friends you love from afar. Do you understand? There are friends you don't love along. Evil company corrupts what? It doesn't matter why you're keeping the company. In fact, some of them are so wicked that because they know you're not as bad as them, when trouble comes, they'll set you up more and they escape. Many people have entered into trouble because in a bid to be nice, loving people, they entered, you know, people who were Satan's agents. So love is directional. So the Bible is saying, do not love what? The world or the things that are in the world. I have love. Is not loving the world. He's not loving the world system. When he says they do not love the world, let it not confuse us with, for God so love the world. He's talking about the way the world works. Don't love the world system. Don't love their reward system. Don't bother about their punishment system. Don't go for their accolades. Don't go for their approval. Don't be interested in what they're interested in. Praise the Lord. He says, if anyone loves the world, what is happening? The love of the Father is not in him 16 for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but is of the world 17 and the world is passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of god abides forever that uh, verse 16 takes us back to where the problem began satan said to eve and adam by implication the day you eat of the fruit of that tree, you become wise. You know as God. It was lost. Because everything they needed, Adam had never made a prayer point to God. Everything he needed, God anticipated and gave him. The only thing God won't give you is your lust. But he will supply all your need according to his riches in glory. The psalmist said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not what? I shall not want. But I will want my lust. Because he won't give me lust. He won't give me my lust. Are you getting me? He will give me enough for the day. He will not permit me to be tempted beyond what I can bear. He will make sure that every situation I'm in, there is enough grace for me. Praise the Lord, somebody. It's very important to understand that. All that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father. Do you know how your life will change or how your life has been changed by the adverts you've seen over the last 10 years if you remove adverts and now they're so brazen that even if you're listening to the most holy sermon they'll put one advert in front of you do you know the thing that you think you want now you don't really want it is advert that made you want it do you know the last time you actually needed new clothes when you stopped growing you see lost do you know how many marriages have had quarrels because she visited another sister? Do you know how many husbands have issues because he looked and saw? The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. You say it's not of the father. That thing that is pushing you, pushing you, pushing you. This must happen now. The father I say I didn't call you in that direction. What you're saying is a problem. Heaven says it's not according to a plan for your life. It's not a problem. Do you know how the type of preacher I would have been if I was counting the number of people that came to church? Do you know how much I've been pastoring? 26 years now. And then how many people are here? But it's not disturbing me. You know why? The father didn't make me a counter. He made me a preacher. If I became bothered about it, it will affect my inspiration. Are you with me? But because that first commandment is what I've occupied myself with, all I occupy myself with is loving the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. Nothing is remaining again. So whatever you see is an outflow. is the portion he releases. So I can't do this. Many of us are budding now because of something that God didn't put as burden on your head. You heard it. You read it. Motivational speaker told you. That he started business with a, a one orange. He started selling one orange. Now he has an orange factory. He didn't tell you the 419, he did. When you ask his name, you say his name is James Success. He changed his name from the real name because the real name, people are still searching for him. The YO he did. What's your name? Sugar Money. Where's your state? You're from Anambra your name is Sugar Money. Which of your forefathers answered sugar? And which of your co- are answering money? It's YO that has made you change name. Change name. <laughs> John Miracle uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah hallelujah okay so it's saying don't love this one don't love the accolades of the world don't love the applaud of the world don't look for it because the moment you start looking for it you will get into an arena that God didn't put you praise the Lord oh that is what it is. Don't, he said don't love it because did you know when you love something you know the power you give to what you love I watch tennis lawn tennis when I watch tennis no affection if I'm watching, watching the person that is losing, I start supporting him if he ends up losing, I'm happy I didn't, uh, nothing lost but when some people are watching tennis ah, my nada eh, hey, my, hey, my nada she even turned off the television I say na, nagini <laughs> you know once you love something, you give that thing the a power to control your emotions, to determine whether you're happy or not. Why don't you love only God? Do you understand? Why don't you just love only God? Anything you love, if it doesn't go well, you won't go well. If it goes this direction, you go that way. It's like a remote control. So, the same people that, you know, football and all of that, I mean, yes, there are thrills when your team wins. But what of the pressure? Somebody say, I can't watch. They're about to do this. Why can't I watch? I'll open my eye very well and be watching. They lose. Yeah, I get up and I eat. They win. I get up and I eat. (laughs) It's a free world. Do you understand? The only play that affects me a bit is when Nigeria is playing. That's the only one a bit. And I mean, I, I do that, you know. Because I know that it's going to make a lot of people happy, the streets and all of that. that. That's the only one that I invest, you know, a little bit of energy. Okay. But aside from that, ah, who 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 is that? The person is going to play penalty and he's turned your eyes away. Either he gets it or he loses it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm not invested in it. Okay. So then there is this other love which is not put directly, but implied, a very important one. Matthew 16, 24 to 25. This is very important to understand this. Even love of self. I know the second commandment said, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, but look at what uh, this passage says, Matthew 16, 25 and 25. It said, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. 25. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for myself will find it. Hold on now. What's the saying? So there's a situation, and I know if I take this step, you know, it's not going to be good for me. If I take this step, it's going to be good for me. But I know that this step that is good for me is not good for the kingdom. It's not good for my master. What should I do? Hello? What should I do? Somebody help me. If anyone desires to come after me, he must what? Simply saying, You love me first. You're secondary. The prophet Elijah said to the widow woman, Oh, this is all you have. You're about to go and make some meal for yourself and your son and eat and die. Well, don't worry. Just make for me first. Now, I don't know what would have happened if that woman went and made that meal and ate and then planned, if this man is a man of God, let it remain so I can make for him. Have you ever wondered? I don't know what would have happened. Because the man implied, make for me first. He's a man. Do you understand? Is that how all men are? I know that our our mothers will starve themselves to feed their children. But I pray that we men, we men, not women, we the men, will also be able to do that. But I know mothers will do that. But this man of God said, I don't care about you and your son. Just make for me first. It was this scripture. He that must enter into a certain dimension in his or her relationship with God, must deny himself and put God first. It's a measure of love. It gets more interesting because of time. Let's read the next one, so we say. Because the, the, these are the things that help us. Matthew 10, 37. This is one area that, you know, it's a struggle for young believers. Let's read it. What does it say? He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not... Who is speaking there? Does he mean what he's saying? Do you know we are being tested in this area every day? Every day, every day, every hour. We are being tested. And it's a tough one. But you know what? It's doable by his love, by his grace. Praise the Lord. A lot of us have done things, not because of us, but for our son, for our daughter, for our father. our mother but you knew or you know that that is not what god wants you to do but you do it by paternal instinct or maternal instinct that's loving the wrong way that's loving the wrong thing and can i say to you that i i don't know what to say but that's what the word of god says but what i understand is this god knows why he gave us every of these instructions remember when he started with us he had nothing that he needed i should do for him so if i'm in a situation and i honor him and deny myself it's not so that he will afflict me it must be that there is a measure of his goodness towards my life that he wants to manifest that that was necessary somebody understanding what i'm saying You see, one of the dimensions of faith that you and I must come to is where we come to that place of faith. Not just God's power, but God's intention. What did I say? Not God's power, but God's what? Intention towards me. That's an area many of us haven't entered. Where you know that God's thoughts towards you are good. Praise the Lord. God's plan for you are good. God's thoughts to you are good. As you're seated here now, god is thinking more god's thoughts for you are more (laughs) are more good than your thoughts for yourself praise the lord did you hear me god's plan for whatever it is you and i are experiencing or we desire for you are better than the one you have for yourself you must believe that lord increase our faith to believe that you know why even the garden he put adam and eve he said tend and keep it he was not going to get anything from it it was for their good everything god is doing is for my good so in any area grace to for me is what i need to obey him and trust in his love and love him and that's why that commandment is so powerful because when i now love him it also frees me from the dimension of reason Because that's where the challenge is now. We now think, ah, but this doesn't make sense. The truth is this. When genuine love comes in, it now doesn't what? Make sense. Do we get that? No, when love comes in, it doesn't make sense. Have you seen people that love, um, I think, Pastor Chris, you love exotic fruits. There's one fruit you offered me in your house. I hear it's 4,000 naira or something. 5,000. I can't eat it. If you give it to me, I'll go to where they're selling it. Say, sorry, my brother bought this thing. He made a mistake. Can you give me the 5,000? When people love something, they suspend reason. When people love something, they travel. They pay over and above the price. When they get it, they are not looking at the chemical or the material value. There is that intrinsic satisfaction. This is what I love. When you love something, there is a satisfaction it gives you that is not intrinsic. It's not explainable. Nobody around you will understand it. You just sit with it, and you enjoy it, and you're okay. That's what God is calling you and I to. When we love him like that, then we can obey him when it doesn't make sense, and then we can enter and experience that goodness that we could never imagine. It's not any kind of love we're talking about here. Ephesians three seventeen, Praise the Lord. Okay, I've told you about Escobar, right? About who you love. Have I told you about what you love? Let, let me mention that quickly. You see... There are some people that, if they are your friends, and they come to your house, you don't give them food, they don't mind, they don't give them anything. But the way you treat them is what is important to them. Are you getting me? The, the way you treat them, the way you answer them, or maybe if you had guests already, the way you introduce them. There are some people that if they come to your house, if you like, call them useless boy, they are entering straight to your kitchen. <laughs> Do you understand? They, they don't care for all of that. They come there, they eat. That's what they love. That's what I'm interested in. Now, the same way in our lives, there are things that are important to us and we have to check them and measure them and hope and pray that we locate them in the place you know, where it is love from God's love. I'll give you a simple illustration. Saul, so, king of uh, Israel, he sinned against God. And the prophet came and said, Saul, so, so you, you did wrong. Why did you do it this way? Now, a normal person... Would have said, ah, hey, someone, you didn't explain this thing to me. I'm really very sorry. Ah, what do I do now? But so loved respect. I think he must be from Yoruba tribe. You know, youbo man, a seven-year-old can greet me like this. I won't even notice. Hey, oh boy, what's up? We greet like this, we'll move on. I remember when when my sister moved to Lagos, and this is my sister we used to call Chingwen, Chingwai, my Ching. Chin. She moved to Lagos. She came back. He said come she called us for a meeting say all of you stop calling me chingwe start calling me sister <laughs> hey it was like putting gravel in her mouth <laughs> nobody in my family agreed instead you know what they did they started calling her madam <laughs> <laughs> is your name not chingwe did your name change but you see she had lived in lagos so her neighbors they will have somebody who is 18 years and then the younger brother that is 12 years will call her sister so she doesn't understand she's 20 years you know older than us and then we we'll just come <laughs> you know but, but I, i'm the youngest so I, I i tried i the sister has entered my mouth now <laughs> you know so i call her sister so there are some things that are important to you Saul so, said so i've seen yet honor me is about what i've seen yet what honor me so what did he love he loved honor and do you know what that honor is a major problem in christianity now major problem do you know what jesus said he said how can you know the truth you that receive honor from amongst yourselves do you know what that statement means it means once you seek honor you can't seek truth so you see people their aggregate of apostles and they when they gather it's a gathering of apostles and they strengthen themselves. Their fellowship, fellowship is good. But if care is not taken in that fellowship, truth will disappear. Because like our sister said, nobody can rebuke the other because we have to honor ourselves. This is a gathering of apostles. We are all anointed men or women of God. So truth disappears. It says you who seek honor from one another. So once I'm seeking honor, if I want you to honor me, there are some truths I can tell you. If you want me to honor you, there are some truths you can't tell. So when we gather, it becomes a plastic gathering. Everybody is singing the praises of the other and turning blind eye to the faults of the other. Why? Because do me, I do you. Man of God, woman of God. We just make ourselves feel good. We go. All the rubbish are still there. Holy Spirit is crying, but it doesn't affect us because we're all anointed. What you love may god deliver us may god deliver me from the love of honor praise the lord okay the last one in that direction so i don't miss it very important that will help us is who is it who you love we, we we've dealt with who was this one how you love thank you Holy Spirit. how you love now this one is very important because you see i don't know if any of us ask that question but it's a question that comes in now i'm to love my wife and my wife is to love me but what if i'm doing something wrong and she knows. How should she love me? Eh? How should she love me? The school of thought is, wives, just support your husband. If you have a wife listening to me, please support your husband in good. Praise the Lord. Support your husband when he's doing what? If he's doing something that is not wrong, don't support him in doing what is not wrong. If you can't stop him, at least let your rebellion against that act. Be clear. Let your disagreement be clear. You know why? The Bible has record for us. Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias went. And God killed him. And the plan was that Sapphira will remain and raise the children. When Sapphira came, he said, I must support my husband. I love my husband. I love my husband. The two have been joined together. Let no man separate us. Ah. So he said, did you people sell this land for so much? He said, I swear. The the thing where Ananias telling, I ain't be true. You say the place where Ananias go now, where you they go now. How you love? I love my pastor, I love my pastor. And your pastor is making passes, sleeping with you, and you don't expose him. You're a fool, you go to hell. You and that pastor. Do you understand? It's not love. That's the wicked love. There's no justification for it. That's the perverted love that has come in. It's the love that covers. He said you cover, cover, cover. No, you don't cover. I mean, you're not going to be gossiping or whatever, but you find appropriate authority, find appropriate means to make sure that you are delivered and the man is delivered or the woman is delivered and you, the man is delivered. That's love. You don't love like the devil. You don't love like a criminal. How do you love? You don't love blindly. You love with the truth. Let me tell you, one of the reasons I love this, my wife, is that she tells me, we argue, she'll say this, I'll say this, then we'll take Bible and we'll check your husband is a man of God and then your wife is a woman of God and then if he or she is making a mistake the reason you're by his side or by her side is to bring correction to bring advice cancer in the multitude of cancer there is what safety some of us love that we can't advise I like it when people come and tell me about this and this and that it may not feel good for the flesh, but it makes, anyhow, even if you're wrong, it will make me a better person. Praise the Lord. How do you love? Don't love blindly. You know, the question about correction. Can anybody love more than Jesus? Jesus rebuked them for their little faith. Jesus told multitudes that were following me, He said, you seek me, not because you saw the signs, but because you ate the loaves and filled. Is that love? He should have told them, oh, uh, today is not love face, but just come and hear the word. Um, I'm going to be walking the next bread and fish miracle in a couple of months. Don't, don't grow weary. Just keep coming. You'll eat bread and fish. Surely, certainly, by and by. He said, then look at you. Your, this Your follow, follow, is not because you heard what I said. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 3. This is where we want to get to. This is where God wants us to get to. He said that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. That we being rooted and grounded in love in what kind of love this christ love this love for god this love from god this love for god this love with god and in god it says may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth to know the love of christ which passes knowledge where i'm going to is that you may be filled with all all the fullness of god when we get into this love, we're going to be filled with every dimension of God. Do you know the Bible says that faith even worketh by what? By love. Love is the power that propels everything. Wisdom is going to come by love. Understanding is going to come by love. Resilience is going to come by love. Ability to stay through a situation. What did uh, Joseph said to the brother? He said, you meant all this for evil, but what? God meant it for good. That was the secret. Imagine if he sat in prison. And I was thinking, was that his first brother's name again? Reuben. Ru- ah, yeah, I catch you. They think, imagine Judah that I thought was close to me. He wasn't, he was just saying, oh, they don't know what they did. And that was what gave him the ability to bear the fruit of the spirit, even in that cell. Let's rise on our feet and download love. That I, your prayer and our prayer is that I be rooted and grounded in love, in the true love, the journey, the original love, the one that came from the Father, the one that the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, the love of God has been shed abroad upon our hearts by the Holy Spirit, the one that the Holy Spirit Himself baptizes us with. Love, saturate my heart with this love. Let me understand it, let me appreciate it. Consume me, Lord, with this love. Let me love you take me over lord with this love even in my workplace love will make you bring solutions love will make you bring ideas love will make you you know just be a wonder everywhere you are lord help me love will make a child excel academically because he wants to honor his father he wants to honor his mother love will make a parent behave well because where there are problems in marriages love like we learned on sunday because of love for your children you can restrain yourself you can restrain what you're saying as a woman you can restrain your action as a man why because you love your children love will make that child when he's out of her home will behave himself in a way that he's thinking i want to make my parents proud i love my father i love my mother love I'm see.
0: Been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near next Kashinkari, Abuja, for telephone 09-290-9000 or 7 3 You can find us online at www. That thefather'schurchonline.org. God bless you.